tell me about it. Huh? Welcome back, everyone, to Tell Me About It. This episode is all about Gemma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I'm talking to you about my title that I've got written down is Weird Things Banned in Sport. Oh. And, like, disclaimer, obviously I know why they're banned, okay? <laughs> But it was just as I was reading through, I was like, "Mm, what? (laughs) I wouldn't have picked that as being the thing. But it's banned in sport. Yeah, that's Mm. pretty much it. And so obviously, yes, cool, get it. Everyone needs a fair game playing field, whatever. But I just didn't think that this would actually be a problem. So technical. Yeah, like people would be using this i thought your disclaimer was going to be we don't play sport (laughs) (laughs) also yes that is probably important um people might be like obviously (laughs) and you're like i didn't know and so the main thing there's one thing that i read that was banned in sport and it just took it was a curveball for me and i didn't even know this existed i didn't know it wasn't a problem anyway so that's what the main thing of this like episode is about the highlight yeah that's it and that's what i spent most of my time researching (laughs) okay so the reasons like how i got this is that i learned that um international table tennis federation Mm -hmm. in 2007 banned all uses of something called speed glue oh which is apparently a big issue so speed glue is a glue that they put to attach the rubber to the paddle oh yeah and um because of the chemicals in the glue it makes the rubber like expand and because the rubber's expanded it It makes it like more bouncy and so essentially people were using it and then they couldn't hit like they would serve with this glue on their paddle and no one could serve back yeah because they would just be like flogging it yeah and and like it made the however the ball bounced back to be unpredictable and just you know yeah so, <laughs> so have they got a, a means of testing if you have speed glue on your paddle? I'm, I'm sure they've got like a chemical swab. Maybe these days. they're the ones who supply the paddles. Well, I don't know, but I just thought, oh my, you know how where there's a will, there's a way. Oh yeah. I just didn't think that people were that dedicated. Someone was like, you know, I'm gonna win this tabletop yeah. table tennis championship. Yeah, like let's just let's make create this glue. glue. That's essentially flubber. Yeah. And so um, some people were saying it's because its vapours are toxic or whatever. Oh, my gosh, always. (laughs) But the last time that it was allowed was the 2008 Summer Olympics. Oh. And so... It's always the Olympics that they're like, let's do a complete overhaul. They're like, just one last time. (laughs) Um, So from there, I was like, okay, um, who's deciding all these things? And sometimes it's very much like it's the federation of the sport that yep. decides these things. But um, the World Anti-Doping Agency. Oh, yeah. Um, who's had, had values of integrity and openness and excellence. And I was like, whatever. And normal use glue. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I was like, okay, so that's like the federation that everyone goes by and everyone's like, yep, these guys are the, the ones that are the like final like say rule makers sort of yeah yeah and they were formed after the 1998 cycling events oh here we go yeah <laughs> and i at this time i was like are they talking about <laughs> so surely not they are they they're are. talking about the 1998 to- doping at tour de france <laughs> and i because so nothing existed before well like nothing not has like formal a, existed before yeah. that 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. Interesting. So that's where they were like, hang on. We need you can't do that. A governing body here. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was this bad, but in 1998 there were um, 44 positive samples of the recombinant EPO, which is a type of like blood doping. Yep. And I was like, 44. That's, That's I think a lot. <laughs> I think because if people know about blood doping. It was seen as, and it's it's not great for your heart or anything, but it was seen as like a natural way. So yeah. if there was no governing body, they would be like, well, it's not, you know, drugs. Yeah. It's not whatever. It's just me and my blood. Just, yeah, just... It's just, just excess. Yeah, I'm just taking it out, putting it back in. Maybe it's funny that you say EPO. Because we're, we're definitely talking about EPO in my next podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, I won't go into too much detail then because we're going to go through it soon. <laughs> but um, essentially it's like you're injecting um, this EPO mm. and it's the aim is to increase the amount of red blood cells. And so the whole point of that being effective for sport is that it increases your aerobic capacity, mm. um, which if you're doing something that's high endurance and whatever, yeah. that would obviously be Give helpful. Give you the advantage. Yeah, and so I looked through some other common banned substances. There's stimulants, which, you know. That's obvious. obvious. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's things called beta blockers. I've mm-hmm. heard that term, but I, then I didn't know what they did. Does yep. that make sense? Yeah. And so they reduce blood pressure and they block offen- effects of adrenaline. Mm. Sorry. And so that's really not allowed in like shooting yep. or anything where you need to have like that's a quick, steady hand. Yeah, yep. yeah. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Like, mm kill um anabolic agents so those are performance hence enhancing drugs that increase muscle mass and mm-hmm. decrease fat okay obvious yeah cool, whatever boring <laughs> <laughs> no and then they, yeah they had like alcohol diuretics um narcotics cannabinoids. i think it's like obvious that alcohol is banned the same way you can't like rock up to work drunk yeah but, but i'm also like why because like imagine if you were doing like i don't know you had your ski event and you were like you know it'd be fun being lit right now yeah like it just affects your own performance yeah, surely that's it like i i don't know anyone who maybe apart from something that's like how well you get through a scare house or something yeah like would be performing better yeah from how well you dance in front of public people <laughs> that's it maybe it's maybe it's to do with like i guess it's just like workplace health and safety like it's got nothing to do with your performance and they're like just please don't be drunk and they'd probably be like oh you don't want to be like in your final heat and you just know that you're going to get absolutely pummeled so you have you a don't want to spew of, in the pool yeah, and have a couple of whiskeys and then you're just there like slurring your words being yeah like, come on <laughs> um and so then there's things like hormones, growth factors, um, and metabolic modulators, mm. which is anti-estrogens. So that's essentially like you having an influx of testosterone if yeah. you're taking something that's anti-estrogen. Yeah. Um, so those were like the common ones that I didn't care about because whatever. Like yeah, you're, you're like, tell me more about this glue. <laughs> I was like, if you're not going to play the game fair, then don't play it all. Damn. Mm. Anyway, so now I start talking about weird things. And once again, weird for me that I didn't think would be an issue. Like, you're a professional, man. (laughs) All right. Think about these things before you do it. First thing, female fertility pills. Oh. Yeah. So, in 2009, Manny Ramirez admitted to taking HCG, which is called human chloronic... 
gondola trope and something like that. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, but anyone who's ever taken like a pregnancy test, that's what a pregnancy test tests for. And so it's a hormone commonly produced in pregnancy and it jump starts the testosterone production post-steroids. Mm. So people were taking like fertility pills of women. So men were taking fertility oh. pills of women um, so that they could have testosterone production boosted no after way. taking steroids. Those sneaky devils. Yeah. And so was, when you found out that it was banned, is it banned for all all like all athletes all sports oh, or it just sort of says yeah it yeah. was just sort of a list of i'm, some I'm guessing that it's case things. by case that it's like well if you're not trying for a baby what are you doing with these uh, if, if you're, you're a man not, yeah that's what are you it. doing with these yeah, that's it and so it wasn't like you know no female athlete could take fertility pills i think it is a bit yeah. of case by case but i just thought what but if you're like 60 years old and they're like hang on a second Once again where there's a will there's a way yeah and some old mate's taken female fertility pills because he's been on the roids and now needs more testosterone and he's, he's probably not thinking that they're going to test for it he's probably like yeah. sweet i'm in the clear imagine being the scientist that's like tested his blood or whatever or urine and they're like hang on a second you have the hormone that is commonly found in pregnancy. <laughs> um, How far along are you? What? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was one of them that I was like, hang on a second. The next one is about golf. And so denim is banned in the PGA Tour. <laughs> That's so, really funny. Yeah. And I actually went on to the PGA website and looked through their dress policy because i was just like i love that they have a dress policy they do and it's crazy so um men cannot wear denim or shorts as competitors wow so when you're seeing tiger woods or whatever they have to wear long chinos yeah wow don't have another option and females can wear shorts or skirts oh yeah great (laughs) so like still no denim yeah that's it no denim but you can wear shorts as a female and i was just like okay so we can see female knees but not men's knees (laughs) the plot equality (laughs) did they say why you can't wear denim no i think they're just like we have a standard i think well that's really funny like (laughs) hold uh, yourself to a higher standard i think it's the same as like every rsl club (laughs) some parts of the turf club you can't have midriff yeah they're like you can't have frayed jeans you can't have your belly button you can't have your toes out face tattoos no (laughs) you can get out um my next one you would probably have heard of this because this wasn't a shock to me but vuvuzelas vuvuzelas those things that (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about no should I? In soccer games. Are they biscuits? <laughs> are they biscuits? No. They're those trumpets that people have in soccer matches. Oh, that are just like, meh. And it makes like a monotone, like, meh. Yeah. And I can't get it. Super, super loud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So those are actually banned in FIFA matches. Oh, because they, they're too, like, distracting. Yeah, they, they've got such, are they biscuits? They've got such an issue with it that it's now like, Band. I feel like that's soccer players for you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a little trumpet that they like blow through that makes a really loud sound. That so is so if funny. If you're a soccer fan, you can't take that in. Yeah, keep it at home. I'm probably butchering the name, but it's definitely not a biscuit. Vuvuzelas? I don't know. Whatever. Send me an email. Someone will correct us. Or with the correct pronunciation. That's it. Next one is asthma inhalers. 
And I'm like, okay, fair enough. But Fair enough. What do you mean? What do you, what <laughs> what do you, do you mean? <laughs> it's literally something that helps open your airways. Do you think you're a bit puffed? You can just have an asthma. <laughs> what inhaler? if you have asthma? Well, then you shouldn't be doing competitive <laughs> sports. <laughs> don't, don't do endurance. Take your netball to the weekends. That's so funny. So, yeah, you can't have asthma inhalers if you're in competition. <laughs> and that's a pretty, like, across the board thing. I do think that as- people asthmatics take different medications so maybe the asthma inhalers all right not to have i don't know what no it's i think just, it's it. literally just because it's like i think they take if daily you medication control your own lung <laughs> you shouldn't be here <laughs> but i was like that's hectic my okay my next one right is in gymnastics hair can't touch the back of a gymnast's neck what yeah what happens if you're like me and you already have hair in your neck? <laughs> Shave it. <laughs> My backwards beard. <laughs> oh dear. So this is another one. What are I, they up in? I can't picture them anymore. Are they buns? Yeah. And so I'll read you from the actual dress policy. Because once again, I saw this and I was like, you're going to I need to know. Me. And specifically, it was the um, USA Gymnastics mm-hmm. um, Dress Policy Federation thing. Yeah. Anyway, it said hair long enough to be in the face or touching the shoulders of the athlete, male or female, should be pulled away neatly from the face and neck in a ponytail, no longer than six inches, bun, braids or similar style, whatever style. Hair is not allowed to touch the face, neck, back, nor shoulders. Hair grips must be secure and safe. Oh, that's that's so weird. I get it being off your face so you can see. Obviously, yeah. But, but like, not. Um, what happens if you had a mullet and you had to just tie that up? <laughs> you'd have to wear a braid or a bun. <laughs> braid that mullet, son. <laughs> or a ponytail that's no longer than six inches. <laughs> Imagine them getting the ruler out. Jerry, yep. this seems a bit long. Turn it into a bun. It's six and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so my next one is, you know, polo. Yeah. The sport. You, the one on horses, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't use your left hand. Uh, oh, what? What? Why? Yeah. Is a left hand on the horse? What? <laughs> so since 1974, all polo players must play with the stick in their right hand as the contact of a right-handed player versus a left-handed player was considered dangerous. Oh, what? So in the 70s, they were like, wait. I know that sounds crazy, but this is like... In my head, riding a horse is like driving a car. <laughs> like you sit on the same side of the car. You know what I mean? Wait, what? So I'm wondering if no, like on the no. horse, you have to like always have like your sticks on the inside. Because if you had your stick on the right and then someone had their stick on the left and they were coming at you. Yeah. How are you going to like, yeah. So you, you gonna you're, swing you're around seeing and... the justification of this rule. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sucks to be left handers though. Like just another just another loss for them today. Yeah, that's me. So Be left handed. I'm going yeah, I'm gonna use that as the reason I don't play polo. <laughs> that and that alone. <laughs> that's, I have a horse ready, but that is why. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so we move on to my specific topic that caught my eye. Okay. So the one thing that has been banned is deer antler spray (laughs) and you can see why this piqued my interest the glue is weird (laughs) so deer antler is a well-known traditional chinese medicine used in asian countries for the tonic and improvement of aging symptoms oh yeah so it contains the i didn't realize this but did you know that deer's antlers actually grow physical velvet on the outside of them 
No. Yeah. No. <laughs> so this velvet um, it contains multiple substances, including female sex hormones, oh, estrogen, wow. and estradiol. Oh, wow. No, I did not know that. No. So it covers the growing – it's like the velvet covers yeah. the growing bone and cartilage that develops into deer antlers. Yeah. So if you imagine like someone – like a crustacean mm. growing a new shell, it's sort of like that. They have this velvet over it when they're trying to grow yeah. more bone and cartilage for their antlers. Yeah, that is so interesting. Didn't realise that was a thing that they did. And when you look at photos – and everyone will see the photos from on our Instagram – it looks horrendous and scary. <laughs> and so I then went down a little bit of a wormhole of looking at the effect of deer antler velvet. Yeah. And apparently it's a massive thing. There are actually like tablets and things like that where people take deer antler extract, yeah. velvet and extract. and I didn't even know that was a thing. Neither did I. And then I was like, it's gotten to the point where someone's taking it and then now it's banned. So obviously... Anything that gets you a leg up in life, they're like, cut it down. Yeah, they're like... Anyway, so I looked at two studies. Actually three. But um, the third one, I was like, it's on rats or mice, as oh, everything is. As everything is. is. Um, the two studies I got were, in my opinion, incredibly unreliable. Okay. The reason was it Wikipedia? <laughs> no, it was by like there for uh, the International Journal of Sport, Nutrition, Exercise, Mat- Metabolics, and so they're from mm. um, reliable sources. But it's just it was a double blind study on thirty eight males. Yep, thirty eight. That's it. Just thirty eight. Just thirty eight. You have more in like two classrooms of kids in high school, <laughs> especially being a double blind. Like double blind, it could have yeah. been so good, and then they're just like. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. 12 got the extract, 13 got the powder, and 13 got the placebo. So yep. it was a reasonable even. Yeah. And for 10 weeks, they measured their testosterone, their insulin growth factor, their EPO, yep. red cell mass, all that sort of stuff. Um, they found there was a greater increase in the isokinetic knee ex- extensor strength. Yeah. So essentially, they were like stronger in their knee joints. Mm. Um, and they had a greater increase in their endurance in yeah, the wow. um, powder versus the placebo. Yeah. And then there was no changes in like their red cell mass or the endocrine things. Yeah. So it showed that they their findings didn't support the idea that it would give you any leg up on EPO or on your endurance aerobic ability. And then the second one, they found that um, this supplementation – um, does not significantly improve rowing performance, nor does it alter hormonal responses um, before or after exercise. Oh. And so I was just like, okay, so this sounds like it's just a bit of a... Yeah, just a bit of foo-foo. Yeah, a bit of a foo-foo. And then in the mice, they <gasps> um, found that the... Of mice and men. <laughs> <laughs> they found that some of the mice who had genes that were, um, like, modified yep. to have this extract in it and have more of that extract in their body, they um, found they were less fatigued. Oh. And they made these mice, like, swim basically for 28 days until they couldn't swim anymore. Oh. And they, like, measured how long it took. And I thought that was just, like... I would hate so to be a scientist working on that. Yeah. 
That's depressing. Yeah. And so that's my little, I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, I can't the believe soul. that people, <laughs> the deer hole, <laughs> <laughs> that people are like taking this deer and let's um, I would say from my <laughs> so in-depth research, it looks like a bit of hullabaloo. But anyway, as I was doing this, um, this is like my final question to you. Yes. It's Hit ethical. Me. So this bloke from um, ESPN, mm-hmm. Tom Farry, mm-hmm. reported that people are going into sperm banks and trying to find anonymous donors who are college athletes oh. so that they can have um, children that have got the DNA of these athletes. Yeah. To hopefully increase the kids' chances of yep. Yep, being like super athletic and stuff. Yeah. So my sort of final question is, is that okay? I think that's seriously unethical. <laughs> I think. So like when when we did embryology, and this is so interesting because we had so many similar case studies to this and they were like real life examples, like yeah. similar, the exact same. And literally what it was saying was that these, um, the Californian cryobank, which yep. is the la- world's largest sperm bank, um, didn't have any specimens left of like college football yeah. s- people. <laughs> which <laughs> is like crazy to had, me. I guess for want of a better word, sold out. Yeah. And so, like... And I think it's interesting that they keep that information with the sperm or potentially the eggs. Like, I think it's so interesting. Like, I think it's great to know medical history and I think that's important. Yeah. But then also majority of the time, if you have a bad medical history, you can't donate anyway. Yeah. But I think America's different in the sense that they're like, this person was a redhead or this person had blue eyes or this person was seven foot tall. And I'm like... Does that stuff matter? Yeah, well... Should it matter? That's obviously debatable, but... Yeah, that's it. And so my question for anyone listening is just have a think about that. Yeah. I would what love would you to, do? Yeah, I would love to hear people's thoughts yeah. about whether that's okay in your mind. Yeah, to be selective. Yeah, and I think it's more just the, the depth of selecting yeah as far as is this person a college athlete and will my child possibly have a higher chance of being a pro athlete because of said genetics from the sperm bank and to be devil's advocate it'd be interesting if your child was i would love to know results inclined yeah i would (laughs) love to see they should do a study on all those children yeah I'm sorry they maybe should have but <laughs> ethical ethical yeah that's it and so i would love to know what's what happens what comes from this yeah and that concludes my weird things that i have found in sport as yeah. a third party very interesting thank you thanks for telling me about it that's all right so thanks for listening guys um make sure that you give us a follow on our socials yep so we've got our instagram which is tell me about it underscore podcast and our twitter which is tmbi podcast um we do put out all our new content on there so you get a heads up ahead of time and you can listen to us on both spotify apple podcasts anywhere where yeah good podcasts streaming yeah that's it and so make sure you give us a follow on there so you keep up to date And we'll talk to you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.